G'day and welcome to Mr. Andy Puppy's Gaming Podcast, episode number five. This is Andrew Parsons, Gamers Hag, Mr. Andy Puppy. Uh, today I've got a special guest in the room with me, Ashley Jenkins. Say hello. Hello, hi June. How you doing? <laughs> you I good? See first. Oh, I'm doing well. <laughs> so, me too. That's fair, cool. So uh, the thing I always ask on my guests is, uh, what's your gamer tag? Uh, pretty easy, it's Jinx Oz, so it's uh, space OZ. Jinx Oz. Yeah. Uh, and was that your was that your game tag when you were a frag doll? It was. I just dropped the FD and added the OZ. Because <laughs> unfortunately, Jinx is taken. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a few people out there wanting, wanting that kind of maybe game tag. one or two. Yeah. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the new Xbox experience, which just launched uh, this week, and a couple of uh, games coming from Microsoft. Um, Ashley, can you just talk to me about a little bit about what you do here at Microsoft? Yes, so what uh, what I do here is I manage Xbox.com for Australia and New Zealand, and uh, I'm also in charge of the programming for uh, the new Xbox experience uh, for the regions as well. So anything that you see on the dashboards, uh, any of those promotions uh, that come up, uh, I put them there, pretty much. Right. <laughs> and a lot of times I, I make them as well. Yeah. So you must be pretty excited about the new Xbox experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been using it for a couple of weeks now. You know, not to brag. Okay, maybe to brag just a little <laughs> bit because I was really excited when I got it. Uh, but I was using it at home and I had uh, one of my 360s did have it and the other one didn't. And uh, after after using it, even for a day or two, I tried to go back to the other one. And I was like, I don't... Uh, how do you work this thing? It's so... <laughs> old what are these blades <laughs> so i got spoiled really fast and it was nice going to the new one where uh i do i watch a lot of movies and i, and I play a lot of music on it just so that um even if i'm not sitting there uh, in front of it I'm, i've got something going on with it and i had no problems at all going from one to the other knowing exactly where to find everything it was so great so that sounds similar to uh, my experience when we went from Windows XP to Vista. That's kind of like that, that first day sort of go, you know, big, huge shock of change and not knowing where to go. But then now it's been a while, going back to XP, you sort of go, why would you use this? <laughs> <laughs> How do I do that again? How do I find that program? And, and it's those little improvements that just make it an experience that just sort of embeds itself in you and you just sort of find it so much easier to use yeah well and it's also a lot of fun when you get the new hotness and you're like oh looking around it's like the, it's like the new sports car kind of mm-hmm. you just kind of want to take it and floor it and, and see how it handles the curves yeah <laughs> and yeah. Uh, so it's been it's been a lot like that yeah I've been reading a lot of online feedback about oh I don't like it I don't like it and then you know now I've been playing with a couple of hours you know this new <laughs> Xbox experience not, not too bad yeah. So, yeah, I think it's great. So, what what it, can you can you tell listeners what what there is beyond avatars? Because that's the, obviously the big thing that's very easy to see. What else is there that that they can get into? Yeah, so the avatars are of course the the most basic thing, and they're they're kind of a fun addition. But uh, as well, you have a lot of um, promotions and things. Uh, events are a lot easier to promote now. Uh, for example, in the old in the old dashboard, we had basically a spotlight and whatever would come up would be maybe rotating or at random, something like that. And so you couldn't always reliably get back to a promotion once you'd seen it and moved on to something else and come back and now you can't find it. Uh, but now where the way we've got uh, our programming, because you've got uh, all of those 
um, you know, all those slots that slide out, and you can get to one, and if you come back to it, it's going to be the same thing. So instead of having to rotate those promotions, uh, we just have uh, a number of them, and you can choose which ones you want to get more details on. So it's really great. It's a good way for us to get more visibility to good content, cool events that are going on, uh, new offers, that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that actually used to be something that really frustrated me because it's the same kind of thing when you're, you go on an internet Explorer, you're browsing a website and you see one of those ads just pop up, but you've just clicked a little bit too early and gone onto another page and you've gone, no, go back, I wanted to see more in here. <laughs> and it's not there anymore. And, and then, you have to F5, F5, that's right. F5, I hope, hope it, it comes up again. Yeah. Exactly. And then that, and that's what was happening with the Xbox 360 as well. You'd, every now and then you'd go to a blade and come back, oh no, damn. Yeah, so, we've, so we've done away with that and made it a lot more reliable. You know, <clears> once if something's there, you can go back to it, which is great. I, I really like that. And, uh, we're, it's enabling us to do a lot more with it too. We don't have um, everything uh, up yet that that we plan to have up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a couple more things that we can't I, I can't really talk about yet, uh, just because we're still working on them. But we're going to be adding a lot of new things to to that 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 I'm kind of excited about. Yeah, quite, quite excited about. <laughs> Well, now the U.S. has a, has a few extra channels that we don't have, you know, like the Netflix stuff. That yeah, yeah. Well, and, and uh, there's a couple of other things as well that uh, I'm afraid I'm I'm one person, so it takes me a little bit a little bit longer to get rolling. Yeah. But uh, I definitely want to make sure that um, the Australian New Zealand gamers have as much of the good stuff as as possible. Sure, sure. Can you talk about Photo Party at all? Uh, well, I actually haven't used it yet, right. so no. <laughs> I have to get home early enough to find other people online to share photos with. That's, that's my <laughs> problem been, as well. And I've been burning the midnight oil, so uh, <laughs> so I have to I have to get on that, I guess. Yeah. So I, I know a lot of people, a lot of the listeners of my podcast are students, and you know they're studying graphic design or web design or programming, and they're all probably sitting there going, oh, how do I get that job? It sounds cool. But it's not all cool, <laughs> is it, right? Working the midnight oil is, is not a out of, out of the ordinary thing. Well, it's a little <laughs> bit fun. I mean, we, we, we try to make it as fun as we can. The yeah. other night, uh, we had to be here really late so that when the NXC launched, we could make sure that it launched here okay, make sure that uh, everything was working okay, get the, get the uh, marketplace on the web going, all that stuff. And so... For sure, it was a late night. You go, oh, this is very stressful. But we had uh, we brought in some pizza and beer. We turned on some music, and we're like, look, we have a little launch party. And it was a lot of fun. So uh, the nice thing is that we're working with other gamers and other just really cool people. And so even if you're working late, it's still a fun environment, which I love. Cool. Yeah. Now, so while I was sitting in the comfort of my own home. Hitting refresh on the console, trying to wait. It's <laughs> nine o'clock. Where is it? Where is it? You're here going. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> We're here being like, it's here. It's here, right? It's here. We're all gathered around the computer, like refresh it, refresh again. Maybe it's here now. <laughs> yeah, and there was it was madness on the, on all the forums I was looking at. The you know, it's um, it's working for me, and other people going, but I don't have it. What's going on? Oh, I've been blacklisted, and someone yeah. else going, oh. Check for a put a game in and it'll check for an update and do a connection test and you know, yeah, all, sort of... all there are all kinds of tricks. So I'm I'm glad that people were so excited about it that they were also trying to figure out how they could force the update and all that. Because yeah. I I do the same thing. I'm like, well, can I can I make it go? How do I make it go? And so it's great to see other people as excited about it as I was. Cool, cool. 
Well, let's let's move on on to games because that's probably the main point of the podcast. So, <laughs> uh, the one game I really wanted to talk about in this podcast is Gears of War Two. Been playing it, been loving it. Yeah. Yep. Better than Gears of War One. Oh, okay. I have a small confession, mm-hmm. and that's that I didn't play Gears of War One. I was tr- I was. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't play it because it was so popular. Right. And I was trying to be one of those kids that's like, oh, it's really, it's just a fad. Yeah. That's <laughs> mainstream. I play. Nothing but. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I didn't get into as much. I ended up playing it later on. Right. Uh, mostly multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Most of the time when I'm playing a shooter, it's multiplayer. So it's a rare occasion when I'll, when I'll actually go into the single player mode. Yeah. But um, Gears 2, I'm glad that I did. Yeah, because I actually really like the single player campaign, uh, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. And tear up, tear up here and there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. I admit it. I'm completely sentimental. <laughs> it's a real cinematic experience, isn't it? It is. It's everything is huge, yeah. and there's just the environments are. You feel like a little ant, basically, because <laughs> they're just huge, and everything is very, very big, and very mm-hmm. impressive, and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I found it really cool because I did actually play Gears 1 and through single player. And, you know, you, you come up against these creatures and stuff and they're real badasses, right? And it's really hard to get, get them down. And then you play Gears 2 and you're like mowing them down. They're, they're everywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> And they kind of made them a bit easier or you, they sort of put it such that, you know, Phoenix is more powerful now. Or, yeah, he's... That's and that's a nice thing. One yeah. thing that that gets me about sequels occasionally is that it's like, oh, look, all that stuff that you built up and learned, and all your abilities, and uh, you know, you got all stronger. But now it's a sequel, and now it's like you're a, yeah. a newborn again. <laughs> that's right. You have nothing. Yeah. So Why it's strip nice. Away? Right. So it's <laughs> nice to see that uh, that the character coming to the sequel and be strong enough to easily take down the enemies that were a big deal in the previous yeah. one and instead instead of um, just basically copy and pasting the first game yeah. to make new things that are even more of a challenge so that that you can keep progressing yeah yeah exactly um, <clears throat> real side issue but I was just playing the new Spyro game as well on 360 last week and they did the same thing so normally you'd play a Spyro game and he would just start out with you know no power at all and then you mm-hmm. have the breath you know, the fire breath. And then later on, you get ice. And in this one, he, he does his little training section and then he ends up with, like, the four main... Oh, good. Straight away. You know, like, because that's what he had. And, and that's what makes sense, you know. So I really like that. And Gears, Gears 2 is unreal. So when you approached the single-player single, single player storyline in Gears 2, did you find you felt it might have been missing something because you didn't play it in the first, the first outing? Uh, I think there were a couple of references that I definitely missed. I don't know what's going on with Marcus's father, for example. Right. And I, I hear, I see references and hear them, and I'm like, I'm like, wait, yeah. what? Like, what is all this? Yeah. But it's kind of like watching a sequel to a movie without the first one. Usually, the storyline is pretty independent, but there are references back yeah. that that if you're new into it, you're not really. It doesn't make the game less complete for you. Mm. But if you have played the first one. It just adds sort of a depth, and you get that you you get that understanding. It yeah. makes you just feel sort of cool. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> that's kind of what I was hoping. Like, because I've got the benefit of the, the first player, the first game, so I had that extra richness, and I was sort of going, I wonder if anyone who didn't have it. So that, that's good to hear. 
Um, have you played in co-op yet, or is just when you play multiplayer? I haven't. I'm going to play co-op. I really want to finish the single player first. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, uh, I, I had it, uh, and I wanted to play multiplayer, but I had a small issue with overusing my internet for the month, mm-hmm. and so I was throttled <laughs> down to down to dial-up speed. So there was no way I could do the multiplayer anyway, which is unfortunate. And then I got into single player, and now I got. Want to get through that, and then I can go back because now yeah. I've got my internet again. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so let's talk about multiplayer then. Um, obviously, that's one of your preferences, as you've said. Mm-hmm. You know, and given your background in the frag dolls, it's not really a surprise. <laughs> um, uh, there's, I think it's like eight different multiplayer modes that you can sort of choose from. Have you yeah. Got a... Well, the one that I'm seeing being really popular is Horde. Right. Which seems, it's because it's co-op, but it's just waves and waves and waves and seeing how many waves you can get through. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like a lot of fun. Right. So that's one that, uh, actually, I think there's a session going on in the Xbox room right now as we're, <laughs> as we're speaking. <laughs> so all the, everyone is just getting together and, let's go play some hard. <laughs> that's where they all win. Yeah, that's why that's why it's empty here, so everyone's playing Gears of War. Well, I won't keep you for too much longer, then. <laughs> Um, how are you finding the AI? I find it's really good. Yeah. I haven't seen too many stumbles at all, which has been nice. And occasionally they're too smart for my own good. <laughs> There's been a couple of times where I've sort of gone, now where am I supposed to go again? And then I'll see, you know, squad mates all sort of go over one, like, oh, that's where I'm going. All right. Yeah, I don't yeah. sort of wait There's, for you to make the decision. Yeah, occasionally I find myself following them. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, we're going this way? That's right, we're going this way. <laughs> I can pretend I'm in charge. So what, what, would, you, what would be your one highlight for Gears of War 2? What would be the big thing that you sort of... Uh, so far, I think one of the things that really stood out was, uh, so you're underground and you're on a, um, you get on the, the boat. Well, it's not a boat. I guess it's part of a dock, actually, mm. that that ends up floating in the water, and you've got these these ships, these gunships, um, just going all around you. You've got to try to fire them, and as you're you're going down this river, so you're moving, and the raft will bump something, and it'll turn around. Mm-hmm. So it's constantly changing what your cover is, where you need to be looking, where things are coming from, and you're just spinning in the water. So it's really cool to have an environment like that where it's. Where it's actually mobile, mm-hmm. and you have to sort of a- account for that in what you're doing. Yeah, you have to move from cover to cover because what was cover a second ago yeah. now isn't <laughs> at right. all, not even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So you can't just sort of camp in one place and yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the, the designers have done some pretty good stuff with that kind of thing. I, one of the other things I really liked was the section where you're sort of going through this sort of. Um, subway train and you're sort of going in and out of it and stuff and there's this like I think they call it razor hail stuff coming oh, down the other side oh yeah oh that was scary and so it's giving you that that same mechanic of you know we're going to block off all the alleyways effectively right we're going to so you you have to go this linear way but they're doing it in a way where it's your choice you, you can go out there and die if you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah in the cars rolling along and you're just hoping that you make it through and just ducking out and firing a little bit here and there and yeah. hiding again because they're all just just the bullets. I'm surprised that there was anything left of that train car yeah. by the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought that was really cool. That was really clever. A clever way of keeping it as a linear path but making it mm-hmm. yeah, still feel like... It was very intense. It was very immediate. Mm. It, didn't yeah. f- it didn't feel like it was on rails. 
Yeah, that's that, and that's my point. Yeah, that's they've done some really good stuff. Is there anything that you see that you'd like to see them do better in Gears of War three? If there was a Gears three, uh, see better things. Better things. Uh, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> I'm thinking. Uh, Look, I think all of us have a little bit of a game designer <laughs> in our heads. You know, oh gee, if I had this, exactly. I would have done it like this. Yeah, know? I would have done. It would have been way better. Would have used more color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really think you could use a dash of pink. That's um, <laughs> I don't know. Like Phoenix would like that. Yeah, I bet he would. You know, I liked what they did with uh, bringing the uh, the storyline in um, with Dom and his wife. Mm-hmm. I think that that they did a good job with it, and that they could actually do a little bit more mm-hmm. with it. Because I think that that for being dudes and not having a lot of confidence in whether they could create a strong emotional storyline they did they did a good job there and i would have yeah. actually liked to see that drawn out a little bit more and i'd like to see more of it in the future cool yeah go sentimentality <laughs> says the multiplaying gaming gaming well, girl geek that's true but it's because i've found in a lot of shooters it's just sort of go through go through you shoot a bunch of stuff you shoot a bunch of stuff you save the world nothing really matters the story mm-hmm. isn't the story itself isn't engaging yeah you're just there's a story there purely to be a rapper for shooting a lot of stuff. Yeah. And while that's the case here as well, it's a very, very good rapper. Yeah. And yeah. You know, it's so that it's, it's engaging for more than just the shooting up bad guys element. Yeah, I, I think it's almost leaning towards actually being almost 50-50. It's a cinematic mm-hmm. story. It's great. Driving the shooting, and it's the shooting driving the story. It's exactly. So it, it's got... There's reasons for yeah. shooting bad guys, and they're good reasons. Yeah. And they're important reasons, and you care about those reasons a lot because of the story. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, what? anything else you've been playing recently? Uh, let's see. I just finished Fable 2. Well, that's, a, that's definitely a game that does the... The choice thing well, right? Oh, the moral. Yeah, I loved it. I spent so much time playing it. I actually need to. I'm well. I'm a little bit scared, but I want to go in and and check in the logbook where it shows how long you spent playing <laughs> and figure out just how many hours that was because it was a stupid amount of hours. Yeah. I spent so much time chopping wood yeah. and blacksmithing yeah. and practicing real estate speculation mm-hmm. and rescuing slaves. <laughs> And marrying people, I married a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you don't mean as the priest marrying people, you're talking about... Yeah, oh no, I, I, had, I had like a husband in every town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and for, for the listeners, you know, uh, Fable 2, if you do get it, don't get discouraged by that first couple of hours of wood chopping and blacksmithing because it does actually become a really you know, involved story and, and, you know. It does. And the other thing is you get a lot of momentum going. So let's say if you start in, re- in uh, real estate speculation, which I highly recommend, it's very hard to get started because those houses cost a lot. Mm. But once you get started, you actually, you're going to be earning rent every five minutes that you play. Mm-hmm. And you also earn rent when you're not playing. Right. So it's not, it's not as much, it's not every five minutes you earn at a slower rate, but... What happens when you start up the game after a day or two is you'll get a lump sum of all this rent that's stored up. And that adds up a lot. Yeah. It adds up so much. I ended up, uh, towards just towards the very, very end of the game, I was getting like, you know, 300. I would log in after a day and I'd have 300,000 gold. It's wow. like, here you go. Here's your, here's your accumulated rents. So did you get the achievement of 
selling a house for twice its value? I did. I did. I had to go in. I had to refurnish it with all the luxury furniture. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also got the achievement for uh, the the um, real estate empire worth two point five million. Wow, that was a big one. I'm nowhere near that. (laughs) So, talking of achievements, are you a bit of an achievement junkie? A little bit. Yeah, Yeah, I will admit that I played Avatar. Right. For two minutes to get the thousand camera points. <laughs> although it only really takes about that long. Yeah, although admittedly I felt really dirty afterwards. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm a thousand camera points richer, but I think I need a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to um, Major Nelson's podcast the other day and he was talking about, uh, he had to make an admission because he was talking about, you're in the, was it you're in the, you're in the, the no, no, box office. Oh, seen it. Seen it, box seen office. It. Uh-huh. And he, apparently his wife's a big movie buff in, in, in the industry and stuff. So they started up and he handed his controller to her and she wrapped up 300 points or something. Yeah, and seen it's a, seen it's a fun game and it is pretty easy to get the achievements. I it remember is, yeah. playing the first one and being like, what, really? Yeah. I got an achievement for that? <laughs> That's <Sweet>. right. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So what else? You, Gears of War to Fable to anything else? Um, yeah, I just started playing Fallout Three, oh, um, and that's another one where actually, uh, if it's anything like Oblivion, uh, like like Oblivion was, uh, it's a game where I sort of depend on the achievements uh, to help guide me mm-hmm. because there is just so much game there and it's yeah. so open and it throws you into this world and it's just vast and open yeah. and and intimidating. Kind mm. of. It's just, it's amazing. And so I kind of go like, well, what yeah. should I do? Yeah. I'm almost, I'm almost paralyzed by the choice. So what I do is I go and I'm like, all right, well, what are the achievements? Yeah. And I'll, I'll look and it's like, well, you know, you can go up this storyline, you can go up this storyline with Oblivion. There was each of the four different factions that you could join mm. uh, and go up that way. So I, so I would give myself some direction. Yeah. Where, like what direction to play in first. Yeah. And so I think it's going to be similar with Fallout. If the beginning is anything to go by. I'm only a few hours in. So have you made it out of the shelter yet? I have. I have. I made it out of the shelter and when I got out I was it was just this this wasteland just sprawled out in every direction. Yeah, where do I go? I was wandering I was wandering <laughs> along this this just shattered, broken highway, being like, Really? Really? Wow. And then this I get attacked by this wild dog and I'm like, Oh god it's, it like it was it was very scary but yeah. It was almost just because it was empty. And I was looking around everywhere for threats. Like, where is the threat going to come from? Where is the threat going to come from? And there was nothing yeah. at all, which was almost scarier. Yeah, it's it's really atmospheric effect doing that. Oh, I, yeah. 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 So, I was a little bit um, um, at first wondering uh, because... It's got this um, post-apocalyptic 50s going on. And I was like, well, you know, Bioshock had this post-apocalyptic 50s thing going on. So I wonder... They're going to be really similar in tone or not, but that actually, like, when I got into it, I was like, wow, this is, like, yes, like, on paper, you go post-apocalyptic 50s, but the treatments are so Mm. different. Fallout Mm. is just bleak, and it's terrifying. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm really, like, I'm just really getting into it, and I I had to try very, very hard to not stay up all night playing, because I very easily could have done. So, I'm I'm trying to... uh, I want to ask you a question about getting out of the shelter, but I'm not sure how much plot I'm going to give away. The shelter's very early on, It's right? true. That's, it's sort of the, the, the set at the beginning, so the that's, almost the, that's almost the, uh, like, you know, yeah, the training. The, yeah. the first part that you go through in every single game with the yeah. Bluebeam and, or, Bluebeam. 
<laughs> with um, with oblivion, it was the, the sewers. With yeah. Wild, it's the shelter. Yeah, and I was gonna gonna mention about that. Uh, it, I've, I've said it to a few people already that I think the way the designers did it in Fallout is probably the best way I've ever seen. Yeah, like oh, I was so impressed. You, you, you're looking through the blurry eyes of a baby, and there's a doctor saying, "Oh, oh it's a it's a baby." And it's like, oh, it's a baby, and then then you choose your yeah, child. and it's like. Oh, let's look and see what you like. What are you going to look like when you're It's like, oh, it looks like it's dead. Yeah, that's like right. it's just like so cool. Yeah, it was a it was a very nice uh, way to kind of to seamlessly integrate your your beginning choices yeah. into the gameplay itself. And then when you get a little bit older in the shelter, and you have to take your goat test. Yeah, I can't. Right. I can't even remember what that stands for now. It's general occupational aptitude Gee, test. I right. totally remember. There you go. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that that's how what determines a lot of your skills. Just it's it's all built in and it's great. Yeah, yeah. No, I I thought that was fantastic. So I will ask you the question then. At okay. the end, at, when you're getting out of the shelter, did you have to kill the guy? I did. Did you feel dirty? Did you feel like was there another way? No, that guy, I totally didn't. Right. But, but it's because, uh, uh, you're, so you're good friends with the overseer's totally. daughter. Yeah. And, uh, and so then I was walking by on my way to, to go escape, and she was in a room, she was sitting in a chair. Uh, there was um, like this, this guy there and this other um, this officer who, I, who had uh, just recently killed uh, like another friend or something mm-hmm. like that. And... Uh, and then I heard him saying something like, uh, like, Officer so-and-so, I can't remember his name, this officer might enjoy it, but I won't. And I was like, oh, no, what are they going to do? <laughs> so I like, rushed in and I just killed them both. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't feel bad because I had no idea what they were going to do to my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. But then the daughter... Yeah, yeah. she you know she was all upset about it, and, and I don't blame her for being upset. But dude, I don't know what was going to happen to her. I mm-hmm. me, it saved her. <laughs> so did you choose to play a boy? Mm. You were a girl. No, I was a girl. Okay, so they use the same characters regardless. Because I'm, I was, I'm playing a boy, so. Oh, okay, yeah. but it's still on the models. You're still best yeah, friend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so it's the same either way. Yeah. So I'm going to have another chat uh, on another podcast about the whole R rating for games and stuff. Um, and so I'm now going to have a few people sort of ask me questions because <laughs> I, I let my 11 year old son play Fallout Three, just the intro stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he got turned off by the fact that he got propositioned by a prostitute in the, t- in the town. So he sort of went, because he's very, so I, I knew it wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> but he actually killed the overseer as well. And he said, he was really like, I didn't want to do that. You know, like, this guy hasn't, he's mean, but he's never actually done anything. And the thing is, I'm <laughs> sure you can, you can probably get through it without doing that because uh, Bethesda is a, a great studio about allowing me to do things multiple yeah. ways. So my way was I wanted to go see my friend. But there's plenty of people who, should they choose to, can probably just like walk by and go and do their escape and knowing that the overseer is tied up elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I, yeah, I don't think you have to. I wonder. It almost makes you want to go back and, and see, like, Check do you out. have to yeah. do you have to kill this guy? Yeah. 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 Hmm. So it made me question it when, when he did that. And I went, oh, I wonder if he can get out. So it'll be yeah. interesting. So conscious of time, uh, any games you're looking forward to coming out? Uh, honestly, this is a little, kind of a guilty admission because I'm supposed to be a hardcore gamer, <laughs> but I'm excited about Lips. Lips, right. So Lips is coming out here in Australia next week. Yeah, yeah. It comes out on the coinc- 27th. So it coincides with the Australian Idol final, I think. Mm. Uh, and 
I like. I'm a big fan of rock band. I'm a big fan of Guitar Hero, mm-hmm. um, and all of the peripherals that those come with. But like with Lips, it's fun. You just you get a, you get a couple of friends over, and it's always embarrassing to be the first one to go because you feel like you're gonna mm-hmm. totally suck and. You're like, oh man, but but as as everyone gets going, it just starts being a lot of fun. Yeah, and you get all this momentum. And I like in the sounds. This may sound really totally not gamer, but the microphones light up. They've got these little lights on them that glow, <laughs> and I feel, I feel like a, like a raccoon. I'm mesmerized by something shiny. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really cool. And uh, at the Xbox Sounds event. Uh, last month, I was I played it a little bit and was singing, and I had so much fun with it. I'm really excited. <laughs> I've been asking everywhere, can I get an early copy? <laughs> I, just, I just want to take it home and sing. <laughs> well, yeah, so, so those listening, you know, just because you work at Microsoft doesn't mean you get the games. It's it's, it's just as hard for us as it is for us. It's true. It's true. We because. They go out directly from the distribution centers to the stores. So yeah. a lot of there are times actually where the stores get them before mm-hmm. before we do. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a good game. You mentioned Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Yeah, um, I did that. Games. We did uh, uh, the last podcast was actually all about music games. Oh, okay. So we covered ten games. Can you believe it? Ten games that's in a lot one of games. podcast. Uh, and they're all music related. So we're doing <laughs> Rock Band, Rock Band 2, Guitar Hero World Tour, a whole bunch of DS games, Rock Revolution, yeah, a couple mm-hmm. of the new SingStar games. It was just mad. It was <laughs> overload. And then since then, I've already got two more singing yeah, games. Yeah, well, and... it's, it's amazing that, uh, like, when, when Rock Band came out here, for example, because it, you know, came out considerably later than it did mm. everywhere else. Uh, we just, just got it a week before Guitar Hero. But... Already, 280 songs that you could download mm. because we got them all at once. Yeah. Uh, and then we get several new tracks every week, and mm-hmm. then occasionally you get the full album. Yeah. And now Lips is coming along, and that's going to have around, I, I think, around five songs per week coming out. And so it just keeps adding and yeah. building all this momentum. So pretty much soon you can just sing anything you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we bought Rock Band, we imported Rock Band back when it came out in the US. Mm-hmm. And we were doing that every week. We'd check what the downloadable content was, and you'd be going, "Well, how can I say no to that?" Yeah, <laughs> I see these lists, and I was I'm just thinking, "Oh man, oh, oh man, oh man, there goes my paycheck." Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we've got Rock Band Two as well, and so between the two of those and downloadable content, we've got over 300 songs on there, and you can play you can play the drums and the guitar, and you can sing and. Yeah, yeah, and I think that now that uh, Guitar Hero World Tour is out and it's got that full kit as well, yeah, uh, I get the feeling that the two games will be doing a lot of competing with each other mm. as far as uh, uh, wanting to put out the best new tracks yeah. and all that stuff. And the thing is, as, as for us gamers, we're only going to benefit from that. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Couldn't agree more. All right, well, thank you very much for coming on the show, Ashley. Absolutely. Uh, and so, yeah, check out the new Xbox experience. If you've got an Xbox 360, uh, next time you turn it on, if you haven't already, uh, it should automatically update. As soon as you connect to live. Yeah, that's, only, the, yeah, that's, that's right. the important thing. Yeah, you've got to be connected to live. <laughs> it only takes a couple minutes of, uh, for the download and then maybe 10 minutes or so to actually do the update. And you've got the whole new experience, avatars, photo party, and as Ashley said, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming out as well. So just look out for new stuff there. So thank, thanks heaps for listening.